0: Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound
1: the battle cry.
0: Two men, 15
1: minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's a Wednesday. Yes, it is. It is September 14th the year of our Lord, 2022. Yes, and that is exactly what I have on our equipment. We
0: are not accidentally recording over a previous episode. We do not want to do that.
1: You know, a few weeks ago, I had the opportunity to go preach for a congregation, and if I didn't delete my sermon a couple of hours before I was supposed to go preach it, that was not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just let the congregations guess which one that was. (laughs)
0: It's Keep a, them guessing. It's a good thing Keep them guessing. you know your Bible. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So Psalm 55, I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible today.
1: It was one of those, uh, I wish I was a dove right now moments. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: wish I, wish, I could, wish I could just run and hide. Well, like and a dove hide. right now. should <laughs>
1: preach that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> Psalm 55 from the Christian Standard Bible. For the choir director with stringed instruments, a Davidic mascal. God, listen to my prayer and do not ignore my plea for help. "'Pay attention to me and answer me. "'I am restless and in turmoil with my complaint "'because of the enemy's voice, "'because of the pressure of the wicked, "'for they bring down disaster on me "'and harass me in anger. "'My heart shudders within me. "'Terrors of death sweep over me. "'Fear and trembling come upon me. "'Horror has overwhelmed me. "'I said, if only I had wings like a dove, "'I would fly away and find rest.' How far away I would flee. I would stay in the wilderness. I would hurry to my shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on its walls. Crime and trouble are within it. Destruction is incited. Oppression and deceit never leave its marketplace. Now it is not an enemy who insults me. Otherwise, I could bear it. It is not a foe who rises up against me. Otherwise, I could hide from him. But it is you, a man who is my peer, my companion, and good friend. We used to have close fellowship. We walked with the crowd into the house of God. Let death take them by surprise. Let them go down to Sheol alive, because evil is in their homes and within them. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. I complain and groan morning, noon, and night, and he hears my voice. Though many are against me, he will redeem me from my battle unharmed. God The one who enthroned from long ago will hear and will humiliate them because they do not change and do not fear God. He acts violently against those at peace with him. He violates his covenant. His buttery words are smooth, but war is in his heart. His words are softer than oil, but they are drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will support you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. You, God, will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Men of bloodshed and treachery will not live out half their days, but I will trust in you. Mm. So I struggled, probably by the time this is edited, I'll edit the struggle out, but I struggled right there between verse 19 and 20 because the way the CSB has it,
1: yeah.
0: uh, it, it confused me, There, this pronoun he at the beginning of verse 20 that seemed like it was... Pointing right back to God instead of shifting now to the betrayer. Vers- it's a,
1: you know, it's, it's 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 like that on the page in the New King James also, is and it? it wasn't until I continued reading that I was like, "Oh, we've shifted now. We're not talking about God. We're talking about the yeah." Who so betrayer the ESV yeah. he, does have he. my
0: companion. Yeah. So the ESV, I, I you know, I, made don't, a choice I don't, I do clarify the, that right. I don't know what the literal there is. Probably the literal is just the he, and the ESV wants yeah. us to know who the he is there, but it threw me as I was reading it this time. But there was a shift.
1: What do you mean he's
0: broken his covenant? That's not God. He doesn't break his covenant. Because God doesn't do that. Betrayers do that. The betrayer does it. God doesn't do that. Yeah, that's right.
1: That's exactly right. Uh, You know, looking today at... God and uh, thinking about how great he is, how big he is over the challenges. We we were talking a little bit yesterday about the beautiful picture of the dove and making some observations along the lines of of the temptation to, yeah, let's just be doves, let's just escape. And people look into all different avenues to escape whatever their challenge or or even betrayal is, the pain they're having at that moment. We need to turn to God. And certainly we are taught that in this psalm encouraged as as I see a, a contrast going between the betrayer and God a few different places along the way. Uh, with the end result that God comes out on top, that God is bigger. All right, so like one of them I saw is, as you were reading through particularly, in verse 3, he starts to talk about the enemy. And he says, because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked, for they bring down trouble upon me, and wrath they hate me. And so he's hearing the words of the enemy, the voices of the enemy. And so he turns to God in verse 9. He says, destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongues. Right? I'm going to turn to God to uh, remedy the voices and the words of the enemies.
0: Mm. Absolutely. We get to the end of this, and he's even though it's different words, at least here as the English, he talks about casting your burden on the Lord Mm -hmm. because he will cast the enemy into the pit yes the enemy yes. will not stand the enemy will not continue
1: yeah i well i'll give you another one so like and, and we, i can't remember if we talked about this yesterday or monday when we talked about it but uh day and night verse 10 mm-hmm. they're going around the walls there's where the enemy are and there's iniquity and trouble and so his appeal to god verse 17 evening and morning and yes. at noon, I pray, I cry aloud. And so as much as the enemy is walking and working and even around the clock, so is God there to work and to save his people and to uh, um, intervene. Verse
0: 16, but I call to God and the Lord will save me. Verse 18, he redeems my soul in safety from the battle that I wage for many are arrayed Against, me. against I'm gonna, me. I'm going to be yeah. relying on God. Here's one of the interesting things. As this psalm begins, give ear to my prayer, O God. Hide not yourself from my plea for mercy. There in the CSB, it used the word ignore. One of the things... I'm sorry. Which verse was that? That was in verse one. Okay, verse one. Okay, thank verse you. Verse one, you. yeah. So the ESV says, hide not. Hide the CSB, not. The CSB, the, the Holman Standard, Christian Holman Standard Bible. Christian Standard Bible. Yeah, whatever it is. Now, Christian
1: Standard Bible... Yeah,
0: that one, that one said, use the word ignore. What did the new King James there in verse one? It's
1: also hide. Do not hide. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So in Deuteronomy chapter 22, here's the law that God gives Israel. You shall not see your brother's ox or his sheep going astray and ignore them.
1: Mm -hmm. Same word. Oh, you shall take
0: them back to your brother. And if he does not live near you and you do not know who he is, you shall bring it home to your house and it shall stay with you until your brother seeks it. Then you shall restore it to him and you shall do the same with his donkey or with his garment or with any lost thing of your brother's, which he loses. And you find you may not ignore it. There it is a second time. So, you Hold on. You shall not see your brother's donkey or his ox fallen down by the way and ignore them. You shall help him to lift them up again. Three times in Deuteronomy 22, 1 through 4, it's that exact same word. We are not to ignore when we see... What our brother has, what yeah. is his, we're not to ignore it, but
1: we are to help and to restore it. I was just going to say what a helpful lost and found policy they have there. <laughs> yes, it Instead is. Instead of the law being finders keepers, sure, it was take care of your brother and be mindful. This is your brother's stuff. When David cries out,
0: listen to my plea, don't ignore it, don't hide. Mm-hmm. It is calling to mind, God, that's the kind of law you have. I know this is the kind of God you are. When you see your covenant Mm -hmm. child in need, do what you've asked us to do. Don't ignore, don't hide, restore. And then David has faith that God will in fact do that. And why wouldn't God, If, if that's God's law for us, then God himself will certainly act in the way that he has commanded us. He sees David in need. David expects him to not ignore, to step up. And so he says, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust you.
1: I know you're bigger than my betrayer. And what a tremendous contrast this makes then, because uh, while we had a little confusion in verse 20 about he or his companion, that is what the companion did. Yes. He broke covenant. He did. God does not
0: do that. No, he doesn't. Because God is bigger than the betrayer. If you have faced a betrayer, if you've had someone that stabs you in the back, that can be that, that can take up your entire view. Mm-hmm. It, it's like it's like you lose all peripheral vision and your eyesight and your mind is just focused on that one thing. And this 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 person who has caused such pain and, and such agony, like takes up your entire view. And what Psalm 55 demonstrates is is. God is bigger than that. Yeah. Don't, don't let the betrayer become the biggest thing in your vision. Let God, let God be the one who is the biggest in your vision because he is bigger than the betrayer. A betrayer will break covenants, but God doesn't. A betrayer will cause pain, but God will hang on to us and comfort us and restore
1: us because that's the kind of God our God is. You know, we, we're putting a lot of emphasis, and I think rightly so, on that last line, but I will trust in you. But as I was just looking over verse 23 again, he said, at least in the New King James, it reads this way: that bloodthirsty and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. Mm. You know that uh, he does trust in God, but he is trusting in a judgment coming from God on the wicked and on the bloodthirsty. Again, I think to underscore the idea that that God is bigger than than our betrayer. Uh, but but David does have an expectation of God's intervention. And in the end, it is not the bloodthirsty, it is not the betrayers, it is not the deceitful that shall know prosperity and flourishing. It's going to be the faithful child of God. That's the one who will know flourishing.
0: Now, I want to put this in the historical context. If we are correct that this is at the rebellion of Absalom, mm-hmm. and especially that this one who held counsel with David is Ahithophel, Ahithophel. one of the things that I somebody had to show this to me i didn't pick up on it myself but here in the psalm it begins, or in the esv at the end of verse three for they drop trouble on me and in anger they bear a grudge against me the csb had yeah. talked about they harass me in anger what's use, the new king James? they
1: use the word hate in, in wrath they hate me. in wrath this person they hate me. hating me
0: so this this bearing a grudge i i that i appreciate that in this context because of who Ahithophel is, yeah. what I often missed is that we hear in Second Samuel 11.3, as David sent and inquired about the woman that he had seen bathing, someone said, is this not Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, mm-hmm. the wife of Uriah the Hittite? In Second 2 Samuel 23.34, as we're getting some of the,
1: the names of the of, different people, yeah, the he mentions men.
0: this guy, Eliphalet, and then Eliam, the son of... Ahithophel. Ahithophel, the Gileadite. Yeah. So what we have here is a likelihood that Bathsheba is Ahithophel's granddaughter. Granddaughter, boy, yeah, that would make you bear a grudge. Yeah. And as we as we think about what David did with Bathsheba, and then Uriah wasn't David a friend who betrayed? Yes, I mean Uriah. He... He did. He really dogged Uriah bad. And certainly, certainly one of the things we learn from this is that the person who will repent and turn to God, what we learn from the history is the person who will repent and turn to God receives forgiveness. But I, I'm trying to put myself in David's shoes, and I'm at this point, and I realize this is— This is a problem of my own making. This thing that Ahithophel has done to me, it's because I started it. And yet, because of his covenant with God, because of the forgiveness that he's received from God, he is able to turn to God for help in this very dark, difficult time that is in part of his own making. And the difference between him and Ahithophel is when all this is done, Ahithophel, of course, takes that path of escape and he kills himself. Instead of returning to the Lord, David hung on to the Lord. And so the Lord hung on to him.
1: We we see those uh, relationships born out, and then I think it adds a layer of, oh, I get that uh, to the story, you know, where some of these allegiances lie and and some of the motivations. But I, I do know that also with Absalom's rebellion and Ahithophel at his right hand. When Nathan the prophet had confronted David about Bathsheba, and about the death of Uriah, he told him that the sword would never depart his house. Just to go along with what you said a moment ago, that this is all of my own making. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating to see the way the different players came in to view, yeah. to bring about this judgment upon David, but God was going to be chastising him, and he would know great pain for what he had done to Uriah and Bathsheba. Two things. One, I'm not saying that every time somebody betrays
0: us, it's of our own
1: making. I'm just saying when it no, is. I'm just saying when it but is. But it what certainly s- can be, which is not something we've really talked about a yeah. lot this week.
0: I'm just saying that when it is, what we learn from David is when I'm turning back to God, I can I can reach out to him for I help s- even in those moments. I
1: still need to turn back to God. The story's not over. The
0: second thing is you remember James four? When James accused his audience of being adulteresses and murderers, yes and then he follows it up with, "Draw near to God, yeah. and He will draw near to and you." Your hands. If you didn't believe that, when James said it, look back here at David. Yes. He was an adulterer and a murderer. yeah, a betrayer. a betrayer. But he turned to God. He drew near to God. And what God did was draw near to him. We mm-hmm. see it actually happening yeah. here. It's what powerful. an amazing thing. Because God is bigger than our sins,
1: mm-hmm. and he's bigger than our betrayers. Amen. Amen. Well, we're so glad that you joined us for Text Talk today. Again, hop over to the Facebook discussion group or send us an email. Text talk at org. Let's have a prayer. Our great God and Father, Lord, we thank you that that you are our great God, big and awesome. Father, that our our estimations of you are always going to come up short and be small in some way. You are more. And particularly, Father, I see about how you are more gracious and you are more faithful. As I read this psalm today, And whether I have been betrayed or whether I must confess to you that I have betrayed another, I know that the right thing to do is to draw close to you. And I pray your blessings, Father, on everyone listening to the podcast today as they think about their own relationships and interactions with others. Father, may they be pure relationships and right in your sight. And give us the courage to make correction. You are great. You are big. Bigger than any betrayers. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for talking about the text with us today.